everybody. Hope you are having a great day. So what happened? CrossFit sold. This is my uh, first impressions on Eric Rosa, the gentleman who purchased CrossFit and will be new CEO. Hope you guys enjoy. All right. Well, there you have it. I had talked about earlier that I don't think CrossFit, the brand, was going to uh, survive long term without Greg making some sort of big shift in perhaps selling the company. And now we know exactly what that looks like. And that looks like Eric Rosa. And uh, I wanted to wait a little bit um, to kind of do my own homework on the gentleman as well as listen to him and Dave Castro on the live YouTube uh, Zoom that they did where they just did a Zoom call and Dave basically queued up some questions for him to just kind of introduce uh, himself to the community as well as uh, to the affiliates. So um, with uh, having listened to that and then having done my own homework, I'm um, I just first and foremost to be transparent. I am actually really excited about this. I think he seems uh, at face value to be a really great fit, and I think he comes with a really impressive resume that is uh, fits the bill perfectly for what CrossFit needs. So a little bit of homework that I uh, did on Eric was he owned a company called Data Logic back in 2002, and uh, one of the the one of the important things to know about that company was it actually went through the recession of two. 2008, and in a couple of interviews that I watched uh, with him, and as well as he talked about it briefly when he was on with Dave during the Zoom, was that uh, they were able to survive that hard time. Of course, they had to make a lot of hard decisions, a lot of layoffs, all this and that, but coming out of that recession... And fighting through that and essentially being a wartime CEO is something that is very valuable. That experience and those lessons learned through that time um, is something exactly how we're seeing right now. So he's able to come with that experience. And then if you look at the track record after that 2008, the company just exploded uh, over the course of the next couple of years. He created a ton of jobs. And one of the issues that we were facing with CrossFit HQ was the internal culture. It was very uh, toxic. There was claims of sexual harassment. Harassment. Um, these were known um, known things within that HQ community that are starting to come to light at a you know in a broader light now. And if you compare that to uh, Eric's company at Data Logic, which was actually uh, voted one of the best places to work in the country by uh, BusinessWire.com, you guys could go check out that article. But um, apparently, the culture that he provided, the uh, dedication to hard work, um, was something that was uh, very well accepted within his internal community um, within the businesses that he started from before, and in fact made it one of the top places, like I said, to work in the country. So that speaks volumes, um, especially with that is so needed right now with CrossFit headquarters and that transparency and somebody understanding how to do that, uh, how to make that transparency work, somebody understanding global scale, somebody understanding working for a a large company and managing a lot of people. So what happened with uh, Data Logic? Is he sold it to Oracle for an estimated 1.2 billion with a B dollars uh, in 2014 or 15? Um, and so it was kind of funny because I was just scrolling through the uh, swamp of Twitter and you look at some of the comics, people are like, this seems fishy. How did this gym owner? Because, oh, by the way, Eric is also a 10 year affiliate owner of CrossFit Salinas in Denver, Colorado, which um, personally, one of our members from the gym, one of the members from CrossFit Livermore, travels 
travels to Denver often for business, and she has been to that gym several times, and I have heard her say really great things about it, not only uh, now, um, as we just had a, a short conversation, but also in the past, she has said, oh my gosh, I feel exactly like it is here. They do such a good job, the whole staff, blah, blah, blah. And um, you know, so that's myself patting myself on the back there a little bit, because she had felt that it was run really well uh, and compared it to CFL, which is an awesome compliment from her. And um, so, yeah, 10-year-plus affiliate owner as well. So no question does uh, does he also, you know, apparently possess the cash to do so or can leverage the cash to make a purchase of this size. But he also comes with the experience that is needed at this time. I mean, wow. Talk about somebody that fits the bill perfectly. And again, you know, this comes with experience and a resume. So I'm really glad that there's some sort of history we can look into. I encourage you guys, there was a couple, because he was a senior vice president for Oracle after the purchase of DataLogic for quite a few years. I, I don't know, you'll have to excuse me, I don't know the exact information for how long or if he's even still with them or when that uh, ended. But he's also he's also 52, and um, I was listening to some of the uh, interviews that um, he was doing on 2018 when he was a senior VP uh, for the um, data cloud. It was cloud data storage, excuse me. Uh, that was he was that's the department that he was senior vice president of. And then when I was listening to him speak on those interviews, there was actually one that had popped up completely unrelated to everything. But he was talking about inclusivity in the workplace and creating a diverse uh, workplace that is. Uh, comfortable, um, but also demands, you know, the best and is continually looking to improve in that kind of ethos and him leading uh, with that in mind was something that brought data logic to the company uh, that it became. Um, and it was something that he brought to Oracle uh, with that department for a long time. And so if you think about that and you take that into consideration, you kind of fit it to the needs of what CrossFit is right now. He fits the bill perfectly. And then, um, of course, they had to throw in his Fran time, which apparently two years ago on his 50th birthday, he got a uh, – oh, shit, I can't remember exactly. Now. I think it was like a 240 Fran. Um, but, yeah, within the 240s, if not 240 Fran. So, obviously, uh, the guy's in great shape, takes care of himself as well. So, I mean, if you were going to drum up the uh, the perfect kind of resume – for the job title that is needed right now and the task in hand, which would be create a better, transparent, uh, inclusive, diverse work environment internally. So you make that culture, make people want to work for HQ, and you want to make people excited and be proud to say they work for CrossFit headquarters. Well, he fits that bill. Um, Does he have the capital or the resources or even the connections to fund the purchase like this? Well, yep, you could check that bucket as well. He's also familiar with how these acquisitions go because he sold his uh, company, like I said, in 2014. So, boom, you could go ahead and check that box. Um, Is he involved with the CrossFit community and does he even understand CrossFit at its core? Well, he's a 10-year affiliate owner and uh, is also... in great, fantastic shape and clearly practices what he preaches. So boom, you could go ahead and check that box as well. So, I mean, pretty impressive. Um, Not only that, but is able to lead and manage a uh, large company of this size. He clearly knows how to do that as well. So obviously, as you guys could tell, my uh, my vote is in. I'm definitely thinking this is going to be some good positive changes. One of the things that I thought was interesting, and I'll state it here on the podcast now, is that I was joking and I was saying that Apple uh, should buy CrossFit because then they could develop um, a 
database to collect all this data on people's like heart rate, their activity, their sleep. And if Apple purchased it and then put some sort of platform together uh, that was specific for CrossFit and combined with something like uh, Beyond the Whiteboard, where you could use those metrics and um, you know you could plug the whole entire uh, power output equation to it along with heart rate, that you would probably get some interesting things as you collected a lot of that data on a global scale throughout the 15,000 affiliates. And so um, I'm interested to see if there's some sort of combination of CrossFit and tech in the future. And I'm, that would be, um, you know, I would, other than the problems at hand right now, I would be curious to the far off distant future with CrossFit. If Eric's thinking about any sort of data collection to better improve, um, you know, health metrics that we get off wearables like the Apple Watch or the Garmin or or the Whoop, um, you know, the Whoop one as well. So that would be that's something that I find that might be interesting. So I'm I'm curious, and that would be one of the first questions that I had for him. And then also too, I'm interested to see his opinion on now this uh, advertising through digital space. Obviously, he's something that he very well versed in, knows how to do it at scale, um, also knows what the brand, you know, CrossFit does and needs. Uh, so perhaps we're going to get a big bump in some, um, you know, global advertisement digitally. That would be something that I would be um, very into. That would be great for all the affiliates there. And then he seems like a true believer in the CrossFit games when it was a little bit more connected with CrossFit itself. Now, this was something that I was, you know, I'm a huge fan of the sport, but at first I really thought that uh, the direction of the ship that Glassman was going was great with combining it more with healthcare because I still see that as the future of CrossFit without a doubt. But I think after two years of that decision, it didn't need to be so binary as in, as opposed to like you, you can only have either the games or competition or if we're going to focus on the health and doctor side, um, we're not going to focus on competition at all. And uh, so obviously the way that was treated in, throughout the community in 2018 when they made those switches were not that great. Um because of the way it was communicated, not necessarily the decision that was made because the sanctionals and everything actually created more opportunity, better opportunity for the athletes in the long run. But I do think that CrossFit itself could still have some sort of connection to um, the CrossFit games and to the sport as well. I think they could both exist under the same umbrella um, and you don't have to completely ignore one or the other. And uh, I, we actually heard Eric speak about this in length when um, he was talking about, uh, when Dave was asking him about his future of the CrossFit Games and where he sees that going. So I'm interested for him to kind of even out the keel a little bit. I'm really curious to see what he's going to do with the CrossFit, you know, health side um, and with the DDC, if that'll still exist or, uh, you know, how that'll pan out in the future. But, um, you know, we got bigger fish to fry right now. And I would think a perfect harmony of CrossFit the sport and CrossFit uh, the mix with healthcare might be just what's needed in the recipe to... um, to make it the brand just have explosive growth and uh, and far and beyond in the future. So anyhow, that's my two cents on CrossFit being sold. As I learn more, um, I will be dishing out to you guys. But just wanted to kind of give you the little backstory on Eric Rosa there in case you were wondering. All right, thank you for listening. Have a great day, and uh, we'll catch you guys next time.